Please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, reach out as we work with professionals in the industry. Welcome back to another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Oscar and I'm joined once again with Zeke. Zeke, bonus episode we're about to do right now. Very exciting. It's our first bonus episode, actually. We're dropping two in two days. Two in two days. It could be a regular theme which we might get going. Yeah, we got to keep the, keep the listeners getting up and about it. Obviously, during lockdown, it's a bit of a hard time for people at the moment, but we're getting to the end. There's That's light it, at the end that of the tunnel. It. All right, so today we're jumping into how we can save years of your mortgage and or is there other things we should be doing? Oscar, what have you got to say about this, mate? Very, very interesting topic, Zeke. A lot of Australian homeowners pay off their home over 30 years until they're, you know, 50 or 60. And, and by the time you've paid it off, you know, you're retired. So you've kind of missed out your golden opportunity to invest and pay it off quicker because there is always a way to pay off the home quicker so zeke i'm very excited to jump into this with you because i know we've both done our research and working in the industry we've been taught these things and how to actually help you guys our listeners to make it a reality for you so we've got a few different tips and tricks to pay off your home quicker do you want to maybe give us the first one mate to get the ball rolling well, the, the most simple thing if you're paying your home off quicker is to literally do exactly that. Put more money into it. Pay it down quicker. I'm using an example of half a mil, 500k. However, the average in Australia is about 730,000 at the moment. Almost another 50% added on to this. But basically, we've got a figure here of half a million over 30 years, five-year fixed interest rate of about 2.9%. Overall, throughout the whole duration, you know, you're going to be looking at $275,000 of interest repayments, which is more than half a loan. But if you just simply pay an extra $115 a week onto that or a similar amount, you end up saving $80,000 over the whole term and cut eight years off the mortgage. Yeah, like that is a long time, eight years. You know, I can't even imagine what I've done in eight years. That's, that's <laughs> a big portion of my life, really. <laughs> yeah, you're only 12. Uh, look, in relation to what Zeke, you have just said, being frugal comes into that as well. Frugal meaning, you know, looking after your money and saving it and being conservative with your spending. So the more you can actually save and kind of backtracking onto our previous episodes when we were talking about a budget having a budget in place will help you become more frugal and then you'll save all this extra money up which you would never have thought you could have and that extra money can be used to pay off that loan so that's they kind of go hand in hand that's probably one of the first and most obvious ways to pay off your mortgage quicker you know another option which many people don't really realize is to go down the refinance pathway. Generally, every 12 months, homeowners can call up their lenders based on you know, good track records of repayments, and you are actually eligible for a interest rate review. So all you gotta do is call up your lender. They'll look into your history of repayments. If everything's ticking, ticking boom, and everything's all good. Ticking boom. Very good, mate. <laughs> if everything's ticking boom, what do, what do we do, sorry? Tickety boom, I meant. Tickety boom. Tickety boom. If everything's all good, <laughs> if everything's all good, they will review it. And then most of the time, you know, you, you save a couple hundred dollars per payment. 
in injury. I've, so um, yeah, I've helped a lot of people achieve this actually. When I, I used to work at Westpac in the call center, and literally, be you get someone call up, hey, I want to review my mortgage, I want to review my interest rate, cool, and you drop it like five basis points or half a percent yeah, or same same situation yourself at Liberty, mate. Yeah, well, there you go. So ring your bank every twelve months or. Some can even do it every six months and yeah. ask for a bit of a discount. If Just rates drop, get on the bandwagon. And the, the funny thing is, they're not actually—they don't actually tell you that you can review your interest rates because obviously they don't want to. Because the, the higher interest rates you're paying, the bank's always winning. So always put a reminder, even right now, put a reminder on your phone for twelve months or even six months, depending on your lender, to just give them a call and have the conversation. You could be eligible right now for an interest rate reduction. Do it right now. Pause the podcast, get on the phone and start dialing. Yeah, that's right. Pick up the phone and start dialing. <laughs> you can actually also do a proper refinance of your mortgage as well, as in calling up and asking for a better rate. Although it's technically refinancing, it's not a, a full refinance. Like you're not re-signing contracts or anything, or loan docs, I should say. So you can actually go down the route of fully refinancing, moving your loan from Westpac to NAB or Macquarie or someone like that for a lower rate, at a fixed term or whatever you want, reducing the years and all of that kind of stuff is another really good option pending interest rates available elsewhere. To re- look at the refinancing, if you do have your local broker which you use, highly recommend going through them because it is quite difficult doing it by yourself. If you can do it, get an expert in the industry to help you with that. And if you don't have a broker, reach out to Zeke and myself on the Finance Bible podcast because we, as we always say, we have many contacts in the industry and we can help you push you in the right path. Another option you can do is a lot of people in Australia get a tax refund every year. You can dump that tax refund straight into the mortgage or the offset account or whatever you want. That, that'll help reduce the length of the mortgage and repayments on interest as well. Another thing people don't really do is realise you can have an offset account or what an offset account is. So it's basically an account attached to your home loan where you can use it as your everyday transaction account or whatever you want. If you have 100K in there and you're owing 500K on your mortgage, guess what? You only pay the interest on 400K because it, the money in that account offsets the actual mortgage account. Perfect. Look, we probably should have said this at the start, but one of the most common and simplest one, pay off your home quicker, is before you actually buy it, look at purchasing a home you can actually afford. Do common the cal- sense. Yeah, do the calculations before you purchase it. Figure out... How much are you going to be your weekly or fortnightly payments? And see, you know, put a budget in plan for the next two to four weeks and pretend and, you know, visualize yourself actually putting money away for pretend payments. And over a month, if you can do it comfortably or two months and you're not struggling at all, go ahead and purchase that property. You can only, you know, if you're going to purchase a property which you can't afford, you're going to get behind and it's not good for your future and your credit rating because obviously you're going to miss out on some payments. And down the track, you're not going to be approved of any loans. Exactly. Now, here's where it's going to get very interesting and here's the important thing. Should you be trying to pay off your mortgage as quick as you can? Should you be making extra repayments to your mortgage? Can you do something else? And that's a a view that's a very debated within Australia as older individuals have the mindset kind of buy a house pay it off you're good that's a typical you know a typical life diagram yeah literally yes and this is where mate 
we always we always talk about him, Mr. Kiyosaki. Yep. Good this old is, Robert. This is what he believes a hundred percent. This is what is his driver and why he's such a successful businessman in the world. Power of leverage. This is where you can get ahead and use what could be the equity in your current home to purchase another property with the bank's money and then over time use the extra rental income from that new property to pay down your current home loan quicker. Exactly. If you haven't listened to our, our podcast on leverage, go back and do that so you understand what we're talking about. But basically, yeah, pull a chunk of equity out of the home, throw it on another investment and use the rent from that, lock it on interest only and use the rent to pay off. Just flush it out and you'll, you'll save three to five years off your mortgage. Yeah, just from doing that. If we look into the actual calculation I've done here with the Westpac online banking tool, the $450 extra a month, so about $112 a week extra on the repayment, it saves you $80,000 over the loan term of 30 years. Yeah, sure, that's a big amount. I'd love to save 80 grand, like everyone Mm. would. But is there more you can do? The answer is yes. If you just threw that $450 each month into, let's say, the NASDAQ, the American exchange returning 9% per year, if we assume even a 3% return rate, so it's performing really poorly, very, very conservative, like it's not even performing at half the capacity it normally does, we actually earn $100,000 of interest on that over 30 years, which is $20,000 more than what you would actually save by putting that repayment into your mortgage. What if it's performing a little bit better than that? What if it's at 5%, still well and truly below average, but a little bit better than 3%? You'll actually get compound interest of $214,000 over 30 years. And this is, sorry to interrupt, mate, but this is where... You know, compound interest makes does the work. If you haven't listened to that episode as well, such as the leveraging one, do say pause this episode, go back to the compound interest and how it works and get a better understanding of that because it will make sense and it's one of the most powerful tools as mentioned. Exactly. That 5% return giving you 214 grand of interest is almost saving you or, or it's making you triple what you would save almost. And then if it actually returns at market value, the average that it has been returning, 9% per year, it's going to actually create about $670,000 over 30 years. Yeah. Well, wowee. That's wow. a big wowee. Wow. That's more than eight times the amount of money you would save. Yeah. So instead of saving 80000 and and eight years off your mortgage, guess what? You can create 668000 I know which one I'd pick. Yeah, you do the math. In, in this scenario, the numbers show you could be better off making the minimum repayments on your home loan and investing the money elsewhere, just dollar cost averaging over 30 years into something like the NASDAQ. Mm. And you end up with an extra more than half a million dollars at the end of it that you wouldn't have had. Yeah, it's, it's quite incredible. And if you are pretty nervous about looking into this yourself and doing it all, this is where financial advisors actually come into play, such as mortgage brokers. So find your local advisor, get them to look at it, tell them your goals. They will sit down with you and basically put it all into writing and figure out the best objectives for you and how they can actually achieve them in the long run. So there's all of these different avenues. You just got to realize that you don't want to be paying off your home forever. When you do retire at the other end, you do want income producing assets paying you and your family an income. 
because it's well and fine to have a home. Like it's amazing to have your own home. Like congratulations to anyone who does. But in the long run, it's never going to pay you an income. You're always paying it down. Exactly. And even if you paid it off, you still have council rates and maintenance and all of that. We did a post on that actually very recently. So go take a look at that on the Instagram. But equity in a home is a powerful tool. And if you do have equity, use it. That's probably the, the best advice or recommendation is to use that equity. That's exactly right. Now, the final thing that I want to touch on is inflation and how that affects having a loan. In current interest rates and in in terms of lending in general, inflation is probably genuinely one of your best friends. Especially this year. Yeah, especially this year. I think it was 3.8% inflation this year. The target's normally about 3% is what is agreed upon economists anyway. But we're we're averaging in Australia about 2% per year we're aiming for 3%. Now, the average mortgage level is about $728,000 in Australia. If you have $728,000 and you have 3% inflation occur, then your money is all of a sudden worth 3% more, okay? But the repayments that you're making are still on the $728,000. So the inflation's occurred and in theory, given you an extra $21,000 from the 3%. Inflation actually really assists you. What's another way to explain it? If inflation is 3% on a $400,000 loan, the value of the debt's reduced by about 3% each year, which is $12,000 a year or $230 a week. week. Basically, the debt is reduced by the percentage of inflation per year. So long-term, over 30 years of 3% inflation, you know, what, are, what have you got left? So the value of the money would go up at actually $655,650. So look, from that, you can figure it out yourself really how important this tool is as well. Yeah, so what Oscar just said, that's powerful. If, you, if you've got the debt level, the average mortgage of seven hundred and twenty-eight grand five hundred, then over 30 years of 3% inflation, you're getting to a number uh, close to yeah six hundred and fifty five thousand dollars extra money in theory just from the value of money going up your mortgage repayments are staying the same you're getting more dollars or your dollars worth more and you're making the same repayments that you were 30 years ago so even like another one is wage growth if your wages go up one percent each year year on year then after 30 years you know with compounding coming into effect you're at like 35 40 percent of a pay rise but the money you're paying on your mortgage hasn't changed it's still that small exactly. amount it was 30 years ago long-term mortgages become really easy to pay off so yeah man i think we've touched on what we wanted to share in regards to the bonus episode and how you can actually pay off your home quicker for everyone listening out there um, there's all different ways to do it as as you've seen um, there also might be different ways which you guys are aware of which we might have not touched on which is fine There's always different possibilities, but just a good thing to keep in mind is it is always possible. You're never locked into a 30-year mortgage. If you open up your mind and actually look at different avenues, you can and get the ball rolling in your investment um, portfolio. The world is your oyster. You can live a pretty comfortable life. The world is your oyster. The world is your oyster. You're inspirational for a Friday, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to anyone I lost with the inflation, don't worry about it. It's a... It's a hard concept to understand, especially without. You can't be losing. Oh, sorry. Apologies. (laughs) 
but as long as you get the major concept of everything we've talked about and you're understanding, okay, uh, mortgages long-term become easier to pay due to inflation and you're understanding long-term, you statistically and based on true calculations are better off investing the money in a low interest rate environment than making the repayments, then that's our major goal. Yeah, You don't need to sit there and pay off your home the hard way and just put all of your money into it and eat bloody spag bowl every night for dinner or well, whoa, I like spag bowl eat spag bowl it's baked beans I don't, that's not actually a big not fan. bad either oh. anyway you know what you're saying Spam. we know what you're saying um, and guys as always you know if you think anyone that you know family member friends work colleagues will actually benefit from these podcasts and the series um, by all means share this podcast or send them our link to our Instagram page and yeah we appreciate your support guys yeah, pass it on uh, to our young listeners out there. Pass it on to your parents. Like, if you know your parents have a mortgage, get them to listen to it. You know, it would take 20 minutes out of their day or however long it goes for. They get a bit of education. It might actually really, truly change their life and potentially yours as well if it has a positive carry-on effect. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us again for the bonus episode. And next week we've actually got our first, well, not our first, but a very special guest another very special guest coming on so it's going to be a very you know exciting episode and will be very relatable to a lot of our listeners so it will be 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 sure to tune in then once again but until then keep budgeting keep investing and, and keep, keep listening. listening thank you